You're listening to the Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast. I'm Brad Binkley. Here to help me out today is Cam Harless of the Mad Ones Podcast. Cam, how's it going? It's going all right. I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. I'm and, happy to have you. And what's good is you're going to come on the Mad Ones tonight. So it'll be that'll be an even more fun time because you asked me yesterday, do you want to do the show with me today? And then a sh- and I said, yeah. And then a shooting happened. Yeah, that's right. What the hell? (laughs) That's what we're going to talk about today. But and a reminder, Cam will be joining me again tomorrow on the. Is that correct? You are going to join me tomorrow for the DMB Live. I don't know if I even asked you that. I'm just you did there. Okay, all right, good. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be joining me tomorrow on the DMB and XR Live on Rockfin at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we will be live there with video and interactive chat. If you want to join and play around with us, you can subscribe to the Propaganda Report page at Rockfin.com/slash. Propaganda report. So the top story today is obviously that school shooting in Texas. And before we dive in, I want to say that I don't know what's going on. I don't think that really anybody reporting on it knows what's going on. People there might who are involved might have an idea of what's going on. They certainly know more than the people in the news and that we do. And I've seen the possibility of false flags raised on social media and whatnot. I have no idea. False flags are real. School shootings are real. I don't know. I hope this isn't real. I hope no school shooting is real. But the fact is, sometimes they are. And my assumption here is going to be that it happened until I see evidence otherwise. And, uh, you know, regardless, these things get politicized and exploited by these politicians. And we're seeing that today already. So with all that said, I'm going to go through a timeline of what happened. And, Cam, I'm going to ask you to jump in and correct things that I've gotten wrong because I know the timeline, the facts keep changing and add any details that I have missed in the timeline as we move forward. Because as I said, I haven't followed this a whole bunch. I have just seen some of the reactions and just some of the basic facts. I did watch that press conference earlier. So an 18 year old killed 19 children and two school teachers at an elementary school in Texas yesterday. And here's what they're reporting that the timeline is. At 11 a.m., the shooter made three social media posts, one saying that he was going to shoot his grandmother, the next saying that he had shot his grandmother, and then the third saying that he was going to shoot up an elementary school. His grandmother apparently is the one who called the police and is still alive and in critical condition, from my understanding. At 11.32, that's when the grandmother reported the shooting to the police. 11.43 is when the school went into lockdown. The shooter eventually barricaded himself inside a single classroom and began shooting anyone that was in the way. Now, I saw you had some more details on what happened when it comes to the lockdown, right? Well, so like reading this, like I said, like I I was such a bummer that like an hour after you said, hey, do you want to do it today? I was like, oh, good. A shooting that I get to read about. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this this guy shoots his grandmother in the face, by the way. He didn't he didn't shoot her in the chest. He didn't shoot her center mass. He shot her in the face and she's still in critical condition. So she's alive. That's that's one upside to this. I wish all of these were false flags. If all of this could be propaganda, I would be re- I would be absolutely relieved. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I would be so relieved. Uh, but yeah, so um, he shot his grandmother in the face. Send a text. I'm like you said, a tweet like you not a tweet, a Facebook post like you said. Um, and then when he when he fled, he crashed his car. And that's when uh, so the, his grandmother called the police and then some other people called the police because they saw the crashed car and they saw a man 
walking out of this crashed car with weapons on him, right? So he he gets into the school, and um, I from what I can tell, they don't. There's not a whole lot in the official quote unquote official record about how he got in. I hear there was some. Um, fight with a school officer and the school officer may have run away. Uh, but the, the state troopers, the local police and um, the uh, school officers were, did get there pretty quickly and were able to hear the gunshots in the school. Uh, so they, these, these guys tried to enter the school and were shot at. And some of those officers were shot when they tried to ent- enter the school and actually do their jobs. Like these are cops that, really try to do their jobs. And I, I do want to commend them for that um, because they're, you, you remember what was the, the Parkland shooting in Broward County? They just didn't go in. They just sat in the, the parking lot. Yeah, it was something like that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there were some people who were there. Uh, so they were shot at. And uh, what they did at that point was they started breaking windows around the school to try to get out as many kids as they could and as many teachers as they could. And during this time period is when um, this son of a gun, which how much can I curse on a regular show? I want to curse so much. Uh, when this son of a gun uh, bro- was able to gain entry into one of the classrooms, it was a fourth grade class. And in that classroom, that's where all of the all of the shootings happened in the school was in one classroom, which is a horrifying thought. That's fish in a barrel. And he, he, like, like you said, he ended up shooting 19 children. They were between the ages of eight and 10. There were third, fourth and fifth graders in this fourth grade classroom and two teachers were shot. Um, so at that point, um, after these people had been shot, the, the police start, they actually get through, they make it into the classroom um, and they were met with, with gunfire, but they were able to shoot this guy and kill him. So that's what happened in the school from what I know at this moment. Yeah, that sounds about what I heard as well with a few extra details added in. They keep adding these details and that should be expected. So yeah, they're not going to know exactly what happened right away. I think the problem in the past when these stories get reported is that people rush to be the first ones to report it and then they report on things definitively as though they know exactly what happened when you just cannot know exactly what happened right away. Um, it is different. It is different the way it's being reported. But before I go into that, there were a couple other things from the timeline I wanted to point out. The guy also texted a girl who lives in Germany, telling her the same thing that he texted on or posted on Facebook, saying that he was going to shoot his grandma. Actually, first he told her that his grandma was on the phone with AT&T about his phone that she might be talking about, I think maybe taking it away was the implication. And he said that it was annoying. And then he shortly after he texted her saying that he just shot his grandma in the head. And then he texted her seconds later saying he was going to shoot up an elementary school. That was at 1121 that he did that. And it was a school resource officer, I believe, that had an interaction with the gunman as he came in. No shots were fired, but the gunman was able to get inside, apparently. And he had no criminal history, but he had just turned 18 years old. So they wouldn't know his criminal history because he was a juvenile. And no known mental health history. And those are obviously the two, the, the guns and the mental health. The right is saying that it's a mental health thing. The left is saying that it's a gun thing. And they keep saying that he legally bought two assault rifles and ammunition on his 18th birthday. But 
Is that what he used inside? Because I also read where police said that when he crashed his car, he abandoned his car, and then he went inside the school with a handgun. Maybe he went yeah, inside I, also with assault rifles. I, I don't know if he actually used the assault rifles that he bought on his birthday or if they're just throwing that in for propaganda well, purposes. Well, I what what I read and then what uh, the governor of Texas Abbott said was that he used an AR-15. So he had oh, bought so he two, did use an AR-15. He he bought two different AR-15 style rifles. He got I forget the name of the second one. He actually got the gun that one of the guns that I own, which was a, a Smith and Wesson M&P 15, and he had a Daniels. I'm not sure it was an expensive ass gun too. Like I, I'm always curious how these guys spend their money when they buy a $1,200 gun. Right. Like that's, that's, that's wild. Well, and but you said, you know, they, these people, the left and the right spun out their different, um, propaganda points, you know, mental illness or what was the other one? Guns. Yeah. Guns. Yeah. Right. On okay. the left. It's the gu- yeah. <laughs> Confiscate the guns. It's, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was on Twitter when this happened. And of course, as soon as it was announced, I saw, a bunch of tweets about, oh, it's another white guy. And then, uh, you know, uh, you see all of the 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 conservatives side of things like hoping it's not like, you you know, they're hoping it's not because they don't say anything yet because they don't know. And but they're hoping it's not. Right. And so as soon as as this hits the conservative side and they start to see who this person is, um the 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 liberal hopes are dashed that it's a white man and it's a, a Hispanic man. He's pretty white passing, but he's he's a Hispanic man. And the pictures of him, he looks a little girly. Like he does. Have you have you seen these pictures? He looks a little effeminate. I did see a couple pictures and I saw an article that was talking about problems related to to some of these school shooters are masculinity problems and yeah. being bullied. And so that kind of fit in with you know, he looks a little bit. Thinner. Yeah, look at Adam Lanza. I mean, that yeah. that kid. What that was, he looked like a four year old. Um, but what the what the right went with, and I saw I forget his I forget his name. Pozar maybe maybe his last name posted this picture of a guy who looked kind of similar to. Um, what's his name? Salvador Ramos, which a lot of people don't like to mention the names of shooters because they don't want to glorify them. But I, I like, in my opinion, and you can disagree with me and delete that if you want. Um, but in my opinion, I think I want these people's names to be known and held in contempt for eternity. So this this guy, Salvador. Um, well, to that point, I haven't seen anybody doing the thing where they don't say the name. I've seen that in the past. Like there was a point on some of these shootings where all the networks made a point to say, we're not going to mention the shooter's name, but I, the name's being mentioned on every network this time. Yeah. Well, and, and, and what they decided was it was this guy that the, this picture of a person wearing a skirt and another picture that it was a femboy, that it was a trans person. And so I think his name is Greg Posar. I think that's the name of the guy posted that it was a person named Salvatore Ramos and that it was a transgender person and that they're all mentally handicapped and we have to. And so it was these both these disgusting kind of let's try to make this not our fault immediately. Let's politicize this immediately. And the 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 cause du jour right now, the fight that's going on in our our country right now is about abortion and trans rights. Right. Right. So yeah. They can't they can't say it was he was trying to he was an abortionist like that won't work. So they went with with trans. 
Well, they try to rope any hot issue of the moment into any crisis that happens. They try to exploit any yeah. of them for whatever agenda that's being pushed on either side. And when it comes to that, those reactions, they rush in to call for gun control immediately. And I'll tell you about what Beto did in, in a moment. Before they know what happened, they, they instantly go to the political, the same old political talking points that they always do without ever discussing the core of it, without ever getting to the very core of, of what the problem is, of what caused it. They manipulate information to, to say, to give kind of a surface level cause, you know, well, the guns did it. It's the gun's fault or just mental health blanket. They just say those things. I mean, the whole world you can identify with a mental health problem either. Show me the chemical, the most chemically balanced person in the world, the model for, for mental health, the healthy person mentally. And then everybody else is going to fall off of that scale and and be identified something one way or another. It's, you know, there are mental health problems. And I think the pandemic has caused a lot of people to have mental health issues, but the way that they attribute things to mental health, it can be difficult to, to believe that they're genuine about that, the, yeah. the way they do it, just so kind of flippantly. That did surprise me, though. Um, in in my links that I've I've given you f- from all the stuff that I read about this, w- there was one mention that this guy, this eighteen year old kid, um, this evil eighteen year old kid, uh, was seemingly normal up until a point, and that point was when he, he shot said, a bunch of kids. Is that the point? No, because that, I mean, point. obviously, somebody who shoots a bunch of kids or shoots people that have mental health issues, but just the way they talk about it, it, it's just it doesn't seem like they're actually trying to solve that problem. That's I just want to clarify right. from a moment ago. <laughs> right? No, no, you're yeah, but but the the point in which he changed, which he became withdrawn from what I've read, was the lockdowns from COVID. Oh, interesting. They actually said in an article that pr- before the lockdowns, before he had to come home from school, that he acted semi normally. But I found. A couple of mentions of the of the COVID lockdowns. I found that his um, not stepfather, his mother's boyfriend, talked about how much he didn't like him. <laughs> it's like I guess that's that's good. It's a very nice thing to say. It's um, a good boyfriend to have. There. But like he was like we I, we we didn't socialize. He was weird. <laughs> I'm like wow. Oh, so he said that all. to the kid, or he said that after the fact, after this happened. He said that after the fact. Okay, but, I, 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 pre- okay, but was, he didn't yeah. live with his mom. He lived from what I can tell, and I don't know this for sure, but I know he didn't live with his mom. So I assume he lived with his grandmother. That's what it seems that, like to me. Also, yeah. But yeah, so people said the normal things. He's a lone wolf. But the interesting thing is, it's I haven't seen a large call. I mean, I've seen. You see the them saying that it was he was transgender and a leftist, but there's absolutely no record of his political beliefs at this point. Like there's yeah. nothing. And they'll take down his social media accounts. They've already taken down probably all of them, actually. I just saw a story about his Snapchat had been taken down. You can no longer access it. And that is – they talk about transparency and all these other areas of politics. But when it comes to these shooters, they oftentimes are killed, and then all of their social media footprint is removed so you can – not find much of their their past information now the yeah. government has it but we can't usually access it right and i mean what is the they don't know what the motive is and i mean like there there are normal reasons why this could have happened like he could have been someone who wanted to commit suicide was but was too big of a sissy coward to do it himself and he wanted a cop to do it right and he, he chose to do that i mean that's possible but yeah yeah, know. they don't have a motive. The only motive they've even hinted at that I've seen is the text messages between him and this 
German girl that he met online where yeah. he said that his grandma was on the phone with AT&T, not AT&T, or with a phone company. I don't know what company it was. And imply that maybe his phone was going to get taken away or something like that. And then right. he said, it's annoying. And then the next text is that he shot her in the head. Well, that's a, yeah. there, obviously there's more going on there than that, but the yeah, grandma being alive, maybe we can get some actual information yeah. from her. Yeah. We'll, well, one of the things that was interesting is he left his parents' house from what I read um, because his mom disconnected his Wi-Fi. That w- that's what made that him leave his house. Fits that theme of the phone. Now that's that's interesting. That's a, yeah. right along the lines of messing with the phone. It's annoying. Now that could be linked ultimately to screen addiction. It's like yeah. taking away people's heroin. Right. In fact, there was an article that I pulled up that I'm not going to get to today. That is about people in California being able to sue. They're going to start being able to sue for screen screen addiction. I have to go through the exact law and, and how they might be allowed to do it. And I've seen other articles. You know, The screen addiction stuff has been in the news here and there for the past few years. But in the past couple of weeks, I've seen more articles about that. And to hear you say that and to hear the AT&T yeah. – I keep saying AT&T. Why am I saying – the phone company that his grandma was on the phone with. Now, that's, probably, that's something there. That could definitely go to the mental health aspect yeah. of it for sure yeah this this i mean i don't know if he was terminally online like a lot of people are i don't know because they deleted his his stuff yeah yeah we can't dig into it and i i, I hate that because you know like it's it, they they want to be the only ones who have the answers and they want to present those answers to us in a nice tidy package yep. that works with their narrative and yep. i hate that like yeah i, I know that, that they're I know there are all those people. I won't even dignify him by saying his name. I don't, because like the the shooting last week in New York, like I, I told you last time we talked, I will read into this and we can talk about it later. We've moved on to the next shooting already, which sucks. But one of the interesting things about that, I, I was asking my friends who are all really big into guns. I have half AK friends, half AR friends. And I was like, why is it that all of these shootings that are mainstream are all AR-15s? Are they just cheaper? Which is definitely a part of it. Um, and also, I think AK people are just a different type of person anyway because they're they are more expensive. They are a c- completely different thing, and they're they're not in video games. They're not lauded and loved in war movies like the M16 is, which you know the AR-15 is a, a cousin of. Um, but one of the things that stuck out to me. I just blanked. God dang it. <laughs> well, you, you, if it'll, it'll come to you, the, <laughs> the politicians jump in and they do the same old calls that they always do. And they don't seem genuine to me. They seem like they're trying to exploit the situation, especially in a 2022 midterm election year approaching. We just had the primaries earlier this week and last week. And we see what Beto did. Beto, he interrupted the press conference that uh, Abbott was doing in Texas. And I was watching this live. And what was really interesting to me about it is watching it live. I saw it happen almost instantly. It was the top trend on Twitter. I mean, that's how quick this thing trended on Twitter. Now, perhaps, and most likely Twitter allowed that to trend because they wanted to put that up there. They wanted to glorify Beto. But the fact that they could get so many people talking about something that had just happened Right. Five seconds earlier to make it a top trend is pretty extraordinary. And what he said was he stood up and he was interrupting the press conference and he approached the stage. He said, 
that this is predictable. This is totally predictable. And then they started having a shouting match and he was escorted out. And as he was walking out, all, all these people surrounded him with their phones. And uh, probably some of them, maybe, maybe all of them came with him to get the live stream of it so they could get the close up shot of what he's saying, which he will most definitely use in his campaign moving forward for governor. As he said, this is on you speaking to, to Abbott. Until you choose to do something different, this will continue to happen. Somebody needs to stand up for the children of this state or they will continue to be killed just like they were killed yesterday. And as I said, he is running for governor. And he, I mean, that guy is a grandstander. He does that. He's totally exploiting this situation. That was totally a moment that he just made about himself. I don't believe for a second that he really is. I mean, he probably doesn't want kids to die, but he's... I don't believe that he genuinely cares about the situation there. I believe that he's no. totally just politicizing it. If he really wanted, or if any of these politicians, if they really wanted to get rid of the gun problem, then they would have a legitimate conversation about it, and they wouldn't start these conversations as though they're fighting with each other. They, they're not going to solve the problem. If they solve the problem, then it would make them absolutely obsolete. That's not what they're in the business of doing. They're not in the business of solving problems. They're in business of weaponizing problems in society for their own political gain and to rise in power, to fundraise around, to mobilize around, and to divide and, to divide and conquer the population. So I don't believe for a second that these guys are going to be trying to actually solve this problem because they're not actually talking about and getting down to the, the nitty-gritty of what led to the problem. They're just doing surface-level BS, and I don't like it. Can I just say that watching that video, I really liked whoever the person was on the mic that was like, you son of a bitch. You're really this kind of son of a bitch. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As an old I man, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't putting up with it. He was quick I, to – he looked like he was ready to jump down off the stage. I think he had a cane and start, you know, start whooping, whooping Beto <laughs> for sure. Uh, here's, here's what I was going to say. I remember now, which is so embarrassing, but whatever. Uh, the the recent Buffalo shooting, he had chosen the same rifle that was used in Sandy Hook. So he was a, he was a Sandy Hook copycat. And on top of that, he had written on his gun like the Christchurch shooting in New Zealand. And so there there are copycat things that happen. Of course, I, I truly believe that you, you 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 don't you don't just ignore the devil. You call him out and call him names and. Just oh, you mean mentioning the, the name? Yeah, yeah, shame it, the hell out of that guy. No, yeah, he's he's dead allegedly. So they they got him, and yeah, it, it is strange that the name thing is not. They were so adamant about not mentioning names, and now they're mentioning the name. It just shows the the importance, of the propaganda aspect of it. So they obviously got yeah. a directive from somebody in the shootings. I don't even remember which shooting it was from a couple of years ago where we're not going to say the name. We won't do it. And now it's just everybody. It's on the front page of every single website right now. So It's the midterms. Yeah, exactly. The villains. Is. Definitely. They love to care about these issues right around election time. A couple more reactions from people about the Texas shooting from the State Department. Ned Price he says that the shooting has implications for the United States standing in the world, saying that we have the potential to be a source of confusion, a source of disbelief for our closest friends and allies, and worse yet, an object of pity. Or in the case of our competitors and adversaries, a source of glee in some cases. He then added, the power of our example has the potential to be our greatest asset. On days like today, however, it's that example, an example that the world is clearly watching, that will have implications for our standing, and we're very mindful of that. CDC director says the shooting is a reminder that gun violence is a serious public health threat. And we already talked about Beto 
And the dumbest, the absolute dumbest <laughs> reaction of the day was from Vladimir Zelensky, who weighed in on the shooting from Davos. He popped in virtually oh. to comment on the shooting, and he said he would like to express his condolences to all of the relatives and family members of the children who were killed in an awful shooting in Texas in a school. This is terrible to have victims of shooters in peaceful times. I feel that it's my personal tragedy, tragedy when children are killed in Texas, and now in my country, Russian military is killing our children. And then he closed out by demanding that Biden respond to the Texas shooting by sending more weapons to Ukraine. I made that last part up, obviously, <laughs> but he might as well have, because that's essentially what we have the guy totally we have the guy <laughs> who we have literally sent guns to kill people to commenting on how sad he is about the guns and the kids that were killed here in america it's just so mind-boggling who cares what vladimir Zelensky has to say about this he's, he's a, a public actor clearly just a, a public relations actor who yeah. is, is playing a role yeah uh, can, I, I do want to mention one thing. One of the uh, so I I'm not going to argue with anyone online about guns. I'm not going to argue with anyone online about this situation at all. I mean, I hope it's a false flag. I hope it's fake. But if but it I, it doesn't look like it to me, and I am not going to be that person. But right. one of the arguments that you see time and again is, oh, why can't we be like Australia? They had a mass shooting. They they took all the guns away from from everyone, and now they don't have mass shootings. Why don't we try that? Here's a quiz for you, Brad. 20, the twenty the twenty six years before they took the guns away, how many shootings do you think that they had? The twenty six years before they took the guns away. Twenty six years. They're not America. They're not as big. Not as high of population. So I mean, it's it's lower. It's I'll just tell you, it's thirteen. Four. What is it? Thirteen. 13 at 13 mass shootings mm -hmm. and then they took the guns away in the following 26 years i now want you to guess how many 12 16 and people are arguing that we need to follow that model right yeah. so i just i just if, if if you are someone who feels the need to argue with someone and someone brings up australia there's a little tidbit search it make sure it's right but there's a little tidbit that could help <laughs> Right. And challenge them to give a detailed argument that is not just repeating verbatim what somebody like Beto O'Rourke said or any of have, their other politicians, because that when, is what drives me crazy is when I hear the exact same thing that I'm seeing in indivisible emails that I'm hearing on CNN, that I'm hearing on any network where they're repeating verbatim. Just I mean, they're being programmed and they're spitting it back out at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I'll tell you, when I saw that Beto clip, like I am a big such proponent a of try, trying to love my enemies, but that is one of those people. I saw that and I was like, I had to hold back my violent inside thoughts. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do anything. I wouldn't do anything. But in my head, I'm like, I would like to slap that dude. <laughs> yeah, And he's totally using it to turn around and raise money off of. He's going to yeah. raise money off of those video clips that he got. There's people who surrounded him and took cell phone footage, probably his buddies, and he will use that in fundraising emails, and he will use that to mobilize people. Yep. He'll he's exploiting brave. it. Totally. So brave. Yeah, he's very, Stand very brave. in a wheelchair. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, basically, that is the type of guy that Beto is. He comes off to me anyway. All right. Well, I think that that took up most of the show. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into the, the XR. And in the XR, we're going to talk about Davos again. We're going to talk about what one congressman says the future wars will really be about what we will be fighting over and it might not be what you think or it might be what some of you have anticipated we will find out and also don't forget we're doing again rock fan live tomorrow 4 p.m eastern standard time and if you want to get access to rock fan rockfan.com slash propaganda report we post exclusive content there every day that we post a dmb and we also do these Panel discussions, these think tank panel discussion deconstructions where we play clips for you of what Joe Biden is going to say weeks before he says it because he is just getting orders from these think tank worldwide globalists. Rockfin.com slash propaganda report. With your $9.99 subscription, what you get is everything I just mentioned as well as access to all of the content on Rockfin from all of the creators on Rockfin, which includes the Mad Ones, Legit Bat, it includes Scott Adams, Whitney Webb, Sam Tripoli, Jason Burmis, a lot of great content on there. It's a pro-liberty, pro-free speech platform, so check it out. All right, we will talk to you guys next time or in the DMBXR. Thank you, Cam, for joining us today. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. Talk to you all next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.